November Foxtrot. How are we doing? Hi, Lance. Wow, yeah. look at those glasses. Yeah, I just found them on the floor under my desk. They are awful. You can't see anything through them. <laughs> <laughs> are they sawflies? No, don't be daft. They're, um... They were flies. All I can see that yeah, says on them is... There's also a slight lag on your um, camera to audio, by the way, just so you're aware. Oh, <laughs> I can no. I you talking before I can hear you. <laughs> oh, I don't know what's gone on. These are actually, these are ESSs. So they're not oh, bad okay. glasses, but the lens is screwed on them. You can barely see through them. So I'm not sure why I'm lagging. So that's fine. So tough. Good evening, I don't know. Fresh Meat, Kenny, Rage, Kieran, Harry. Hi, Harry. Uh, evening Danny. all, evening all. Oi, where's that? Where's Blade come from? Blade. <laughs> what sort of what sort of theme's that? Is that not the Blade theme? I thought that was the Blade. No, theme. it's um, base in the place, London, isn't it? <laughs> and all the blood starts coming out of the showers. That's a wicked film. That's an, I'm gonna have to revisit that. Oh, who said Blade? I thought you looked yeah, very Kevin and Perry there. I'm just gonna say. Uh, equally uh, as uh, just as good a film. I'll I'll, I'll um I'll take that. <laughs> hi Danny, hi James, hi Fresh Meat again. Uh yeah, Rage. Obviously we could uh, I can actually see the comments uh, as long as we've got the stream running. Um yeah, Rage, screw you, you, mate. I could see you guessing how how early or late we were gonna be, so uh, we decided yeah. to jump on a little bit earlier. See you G in the crowd up, mate. Thanks for that. Yeah. Andy, Andy, <laughs> we don't think can make it tonight. Um he's currently in Texas. Um he's gone on a special Which is in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got on a special <laughs> expeditionary uh milsim mission to find out about milsims in america um, yeah we've sent him over there all expenses paid all sorry, expenses sorry. paid no expenses paid no expenses paid <laughs> yeah he's out Hi, there Ryan. in america he is intercontinental <laughs> he is the nofo intercontinental ballistic missile that is andy he's the icba <laughs> <laughs> I see be <laughs> Hi Matthew. Um Ryan Good says, evening Matthew, lads, so. last one I can watch for three months nearly caught this episode in Bryce Norton. Oh man. Oh, you're off to um land of the warmth, aren't you? Being Kenya, I believe. Yes. Well, keep safe, mate. Thanks for tuning in. We much appreciate Enjoy it. Enjoy the sleeping bag. Enjoy the sleeping bag, yeah. Yeah. Enjoy the sleeping Danny bag. A stick of rock. <laughs> Can he bring me a stick of rock? <laughs> I don't know if they do. They sell rock in Texas. I hope they sell rock in. Uh, are we talking Texas or Can uh, Kenya? I wasn't sure which way we were going with that. Either either. Could you imagine if I start cutting around a corner in in either country and just? I would imagine. I would imagine it's a lot more uh, likely that you can buy it in America than Kenya. I'm I'm not sure of that for a fact. Uh, no, maybe Kenya know. has a massive rock scene. Who knows? Yeah. I reckon you've got more chance of getting a donkey ride in Kenya than you would. In America, oh. Danny says, "Yeah, crack rock." Ah, either country, you ever think that probably works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine, right <laughs> yeah, I doubt Andy would be able to bring that back for you, though. Uh, nor do we condone any of that nonsense. Do we? Mike? Except cracks. We're very good at cracks, just not not crack rock. Yeah, not the not we're the good at rocks, stuff. and we're good at crack, but not not the, not the combination. <laughs> We've got Ray cracks. Says... Our own cracks. We've got our own ones of them. Rage says, "I want to point out that Fresh Meat was also placing bets. So I'm not taking all responsibility." It's fine. We just, we just, you know, we didn't want to disappoint. You know, it is you, Rage. Really appreciate cause... you watch this. You watch this podcast week on week with a with an element of ah, oh, they're going to let me down. They're going to let me down. So we thought we'd just be a little bit early, just for once. We do it. Special treat, especially for you. <laughs> there we go. 
That's what me and Rage literally like the, the Jason Donovan and Kylie Minogue of the of the NoFo community, I think. Shotgun. <laughs> I don't know which one I want to be. <laughs> Shotgun Madge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Evening all Wayne evening Reeves. All. I see it. Wayne Reeves. Evening. Uh, so, any Pews news? So, there was obviously um, Wayne, uh, Fresh Meat Wayne, had put a comment in about. Yes, we are, Banksy Kylie. Oh, no, I've got to go double denim. I've got Jason, I'm double denim. Bugger. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. Uh, Fresh Meat said about Hot Barris. Can you let us know about what that is? Because I wasn't aware that there was an issue with Hot Barris. Mm. Barris. Caught me off guard. I was grabbing my pizza. Ooh, uh, missus. Hello, everyone. I've not heard it called that before, but you know, crack on. <laughs> I like, I like my partner like I like my pizza covered in cheese. <laughs> That's a, it's a game we used to play at uni. Ah, yes. I never went to university, and for good reason, by the sounds of it. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't particularly good at university. Put that out there. I was rubbish <laughs> at university. Oh, hang on. It was cancelled because of low attendance. Oh, that's only nine of us jumped on. Oh, they they got inundated with messages about that. Hmm, oh, that's a shame. Well, we'll have to turn that around, won't we, girls and boys? Yeah. Yes. Only nine of us jumped on. It'd be interesting if all nine were the ones on the chat tonight. <laughs> I reckon we can turn that around. I reckon there are, there are drums to be banged here, Mike. I feel a challenge. Don't have my drum. Bloody dog barking, I'll tell you what. Don't know if you can hear that. Bloody Hutchie dog. says evening, gents. Last, last, last. Hi, Hutchie. Oh, Hutchie, I love you. <laughs> he thought I was going to say something else. I'm going to say that from now on. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, right. no, pu uh, pur purchase, purchases and things. Mm. Oh, that bloody dog. Um... No, not really. I've got some stuff for the truck. I've started my draw build in the back of the truck. Not really airsoft related, but it is while camping, sort of overlanding, very loose overland. It's more for family camping than anything. So yeah, started the truck build. So the parts arrived for that this week. A new exhaust arrived for the truck. A new rear fog light. Uh, Airsoft-wise, I'm sure I ordered something. No, it's gone. Oh no, I didn't order it, but I did share it. Was the um was the sleeping bag liner from Preppers UK, the um the Dutch Army one, which I think a few of the guys have. Uh, sorry, I just had something flash up. Tragic accident. Jeremy Clarkson's family confirmed the sad news. Is that a wind up? Okay, you're carrying on talking. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so I um it was the Preppers UK had a uh, flash sale on the um piece of M ninety one Dutch Army sleeping bag liner which is um which is a pretty cool bit of kit so i um chucked a link into the uh into the nofo chats and uh spread it about a bit and i think a few guys have ordered some parts from uh, preppers uk which is all good we'd like to hear um, but me on the other me from uh, my point of view no i haven't ordered anything airsofty or camping wise oh actually yes i did oh god i completely lied i ordered a double grill burner for camping not for airsoft or milsim because it's like that big well, that's, that's, for when, that's for when I, you and I go milsoning. That's when me and you go milsoning. That's that's a that's called. I'm going to call it the gunman grill. 
that's for gunman events only because I could afford to take it. Yeah, the gunman grill. Oh, I quite like that. Yes. I'm going to have to message Josh. That's mine. You can't use it. <laughs> what about yourself, mate? Uh, Anything? I So at the last event, um, my hydration tube mouthpiece fell off. Uh, I bought a mouthpiece. I also bought a mouthpiece and a tube. Uh, the tube and mouthpiece option arrived this week. So it's taken an extra week for it to get here. Uh, which is a bit frustrating, but it's not the end of the world. Um, about that's about it, really. Nice, nice. I need a very and are you gonna? Are you, are you actually gonna t attach a lanyard to this bloody mouthpiece now? into the tube. No, James C. Uh, has sent me a very, very helpful idea of how basically just wrap it in ghillie tape, from what I can make out. Um, silly tape. Silly tape. Yeah. <laughs> he is in the chat. Hello. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so basically my plan is to basically just wedge it so it, it won't come out again. That's, that's the idea. Fair play. Nice. Wait and see how they go. I'm going to do a few other things as well. I'm going to relocate the position. So rather than I just, I'd say super glue, I'd super glue it in. I'm not Fuck super glue it. It's the whole point of it being modular. I can replace it. Yeah, but it's modular to the point it, where you it's lose forcing it. forcing me to replace it, which is not very <laughs> yeah, helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> no, my plan is to relocate where the, where the tube's going. Um basically give it a little bit more slack, but possibly take it to the other side. So, because I normally mm, have, like, I've got like an over-shoulder sling attached to my plate carrier. Um, but the mine, because I'm right-handed, normally my rifle's sitting on my right-hand side anyway. So with the tube being there as well, I'm, I'm conscious. I think that's possibly conflicting. So I might take it to my left. Um, sort Fair of play. Out. Yeah. Nice. Oh, all going on. Uh, Kieran says, that alert sounds fake as fuck, Lance. Yeah, I think it is, mate, as well, yeah. It's ever since Mike mentioned about um, a while ago about uh, antivirus and stuff like that, my laptop's just been playing silly buggers with, oh, scan for viruses, scan. I'm like, no. No, I'm not going to scan for them. No, I'll, I'll, I'll leave them alone. They See, don't touch me, I don't touch them. I haven't had antivirus for five years. Please, nobody's not sending me like viruses. But um, I have a sneaky suspicion. That, I mean, antivirus's sole purpose is to stop you from viruses, right? So as soon as you maybe yes, like say that was correct. Know, stop subscribing to it or something like that. No, don't start again. As soon as you stop subscribing to it or something like that, I, I have a sneaky suspicion that it might like bloat your system or something like that, or just like slow it down, and then you think, oh, oh no, I have a virus. Or, I better, oh, I better no. update my antivirus. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe that's just me. I mean, I'm not really into computers. Most computers I have fall apart at some point or other. So they literally call me EMP at work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so don't don't in any way listen to computer <laughs> advice from me. Uh, um, Ryan says get a camel back over the source. Well, the problem is Ryan, I already have the the, the source. problem is Ryan is you've just pissed him off now. That's the <laughs> no, problem. No, no, not at all. I've already got the source, <laughs> so um, I I don't want to like fork out a whole load more money for a, a different system. So, but that being said, I just forked out thirty two quid for two mouthpieces. So, do you know how many fifty eight pound water bottles you could have bought for that? <laughs> Well, all those canteens, loads of I reckon them. four, four at least. <laughs> four liters, no, no losing stuff. Never again. I've got an Osprey one actually. I can't open. I need to. I need to get like a wrench or something on it. I've done it. I'll Maybe someone super glued the lid on so they didn't lose it. It's possible, uh, but the water in it must be rancid at this point. <laughs> oh, it's not full up, is it? It is full. Oh, it's I dare you to drink it. I'll pay you twenty quid if you drank it when you open it. No, all of it. Water <laughs> bottle. Yes, Rachel. Mike, because he got diphtheria. Um, 
Yeah, Legionnaires or something. Yeah. Something <laughs> nasty from water. Well, actually, Horrible funnily noise. enough, this is completely off, off track, but I'm doing water, my bottle, water, bottle, water, bottle, water, bottle, water, um, Which Legionnaires, you can only you can only catch Legionnaires from fine spray or mist, not from drinking. Okay, fun fact for you. Hello. Right, let's, let's get into the, the meat of the episode. Um, let's get down to it. So this evening we are talking about skills and drills, uh, basic skills. So we're talking about sort of five simple steps to up your game. Um, the steps we're going to talk about, uh, but let's not give too much away. Let's talk about them one at a time. So the first one yep. we're going to talk about is loadout setup and muscle memory. So the premise of this point is obviously something I think I know personally I struggle with. Lance, I think you're probably a little bit better at it than I am. But you, oh, you I don't know what you're talking kit, about. You build your loadout. Yep. Um, you I'm forever changing mine. Forever. The only thing I've never really pissed about with too much is webbing. But plate carriers, which, uh, my chest rig and my webbing, I don't. Once it's once it's made, it's made. That's it. You can't really you can't really go to town on that. Do you know what I mean? But plate carriers, I'm not, I, all the time. Oh, this will work better. This I put this. I mean, to be fair, my warrior one, I've not touched it for a long time, but then I haven't used it for a while. But mm. yeah, it's um. I, I can never make my mind up with a plate carrier. I've got it so basic, literally. I've just got ammo pouches. Um, I did have an admin pouch on there, which I don't really use anymore. Uh, and I've got... So on my plate carrier, I would essentially have ammo, comms, and if I needed to, the ability to have water. Because then all my... If I'm using my plate carrier, I'd, use, I'd run my belt, which would have my IFAC and that on it. So it's just literally comms and ammo on my plate carrier. And that's it. I keep it nice and simple. Okay. I think I'm yeah. probably actually more advanced than you are on that front, and because I um <laughs> I set yeah, up okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I set up um I I bought my Warrior DCS multicam um set up with the I've got like a battle belt. Um, actually, can I grab my can I grab my plate carrier quickly? Yeah, sure. Oh, it's exciting, isn't it? Um, yeah. So I was gonna talk to Lance, but Lance left. Um, I'll pull up Adam's comment and use me five simple skills to up your game. Number three will surprise you. Sounds very clickbaity. I apologise. <laughs> no mole, no problems. Yep. This makes great content with me just rambling for no reason. Is he coming back? He's coming back. Here we go. Hello. Sorry. So Hello. start again. What you said. Right. So my Warrior DCS set up the multicam. I built that i've got everything wired in my aerial setup and everything like that i kind of tailored that to how i wanted to have it um i've then generally not modified that too much it's generally sort of the same system uh, yeah. and then when i bought my od version um for things like um when we've done pmc roles and things like that you know just having a yeah dea sort setup. of stuff and that yeah yeah yeah, yeah nice I have basically replicated exactly the same plate carrier as my multicam one. So I have tried to find similar pouches, patches, um, the, the hydration system, everything like that. It's almost exactly the same place. So that mm -hmm, I try mm -hmm. and get used to where things are. So I always know I'm putting things back in the right place, same place. So yep. when you go to get something, you're always going to the same place. It's like, for example, the, the way I think about it is like when you've got your kitchen set up. So when you're in your kitchen, you go, oh, I need a spoon. You know instinctively the drawer spoon where the drawer. spoons are. Exactly. Yeah. So, but you don't, every time you go to your kitchen, you don't put your spoons in different places because otherwise you'll never find your spoons. You'll always be rooting around. And that's, that's, and there's nothing worse. To get to. 
you've got a cup of tea and it needs stirring, you need access to a spoon straight away. Exactly. I'd love it people joining the stream right now, literally, as I said that. There would be thinking, what the fuck have I just tuned into? <laughs> Welcome to Spoon. Wiki. Well, <laughs> evening, girls and boys. Tonight we're talking about kitchen orientations. <laughs> Yeah, so it's that. See, I've it's got that... I've got a um, I've got a racing spoon tied to a handle of my cupboard in the kitchen on a bit of paracord, which is actually it sits, it hangs down deep enough that I can just hold the cup there and just swell the cup around the spoon. <laughs> rather I than thought the you were saying the only utensil you have in your kitchen. I mean, it's all you need. It's all you need, really, isn't it? That's all you need. You can do anything with that. Yeah. <laughs> Sharpen the edge up. Races to have different drawers for different cutlery. No, Matthew, so like Matthew, one specific exactly. draw for spoon. I'm not getting into this. No way. He, I know what he's doing. I know what he's doing. I'm not falling for it. I'm not going. Matthew into says it. Uh, not when you've just moved house and can't find anything. So that's exactly the the metaphor I'm trying to get here. Is that um, sorry, Adam just said given some sleeping conditions, spooning is very relevant. Absolutely, big spoon, little spoon. Um, sorry, going back to Matthew. Matthew's made a very good point there about um when you move house. Obviously, if you keep changing everything every time, you're always going to be in the same position, and you never really know where anything is, which. When you're, you know, in a stag at 2 a.m., it's dark and someone starts shooting at you, you want to be able to grab various bits and pieces so that you you know where they are. It's the same with um, your Bergen setup as well. So, for mm. example, I mean, we've talked about it before. I've obviously got that um, tanker bag that I'm sort of trying to use to keep all my admin stuff together in a very sort of neat and organized way because I was forever going to an event, shoving everything in the Bergen, then you go, just as we're about to leave the door, you're like, oh, yeah, shit, I need that. So you grab another thing, you just put it in the top of your Bergen or in a random place. Then you're you're at the event. You don't know where that thing is. You can't find your your, your, your spoon. You, you can't find a lighter. You're scrabbling around. You're trying to find your waterproof when it starts pissing it down with rain. And it's that sort of thing that makes your game a little bit more efficient because you are you know where stuff is. You know where to get it. If someone says, oh, can you grab that quick? Yep, I've got that. Problem solved. Mm. Yeah, no, fair one, mate. Absolutely, I like that tanker bag you've got. It is that is a that's a cool wicket. That is, I like that very very much. Likings. I was actually tempted to get one of them for the drawers for the truck, for keeping yeah. little, all the the little bits and bobs in, just to grab that little grab bag to pull out and you know, looks like a cool yeah. little thing to have. So the only way the only way you could improve that, I think, is if you were to create it into like a rocket pouch. You could just unzip it. So it's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I see. I like the main pouch. That's what I quite like. Those um those medic rocket pouches you can get. Because um, obviously mm. they do unzip from the side, and you can have like the Velcro um, netted pouches which sit inside it, and it's also got like a pull-out bit for a map, and that they're pretty cool. I think, I think Rage has got them as well now. Um, so yeah, I, I do like using them; they're good, and they're also good if you want to go back to using standard rocket pouches. They and you, if you're if you're at an event where you've got like a penny case or a crate that you can take into your um, into your billet or something, they're just wicked for keeping small bits and bobs like like your charge, like batteries, charger, electronic devices, mm. things like that. And there, and it's just like one little contained unit with a carry handle in your crate. You can just grab it out. So right, I need to do this. Gosh, there you go. Happy days. Yeah, no, they're a cool little bit of kit. They are. I do like them. I do like them. I should show you my plate carry quickly because it's really, yeah, really, it's it. uber, it's uber simple. So basically, so that's my Warrior DCS, and it's literally just ammo, one more there, dangler for any admin bits. That's completely empty. Uh, I've got a dump pouch there, and I've got my pouches for my comms. Well, I run dual comms, so just inside the waistband there, there's one radio pouch, and I've got the same behind that buckle there, and that is literally it. Oh, and I've got my uh, oh, my piece is falling out. Hang on, and I've got my water source on the back there, yeah, and that is it. 
and that's literally that is all my weight carrier. Really simple. So I've given up running loads of stuff off of it. It's just but you've got nice you've got a lot of stuff that goes with the webbing underneath that, don't you? Yeah, well, I've got my shooter's belt, which will go with my plate carrier, or I can, because that is literally minimal loaded up, I can run that, that over the top of my webbing, because I've got the low-profile uh, yoke as well for my webbing set. Mm. So if needs be, um, I could do that, which is cool. So yeah, but I like I just keep it nice and plain, nice and plain. So I did have I did have an admin pouch here, but then it's sort of like changing your mags out, and you can catch the admin pouch and things like that. So it's all right, just need to keep that front clear. Quickest thing I need to get to, the most important thing is to be able to get to my mags, uh, I've got a dump pouch uh, and comms and my water source, and that will keep me going. You know, that's good enough. You know, any any other bits and kit, additional kit I take, it'd be in a day sack, which is loose on my back, which I can just dump if I need to. Mm. So that's how I, that's my workings behind it. And obviously, that goes in the top of my burger. Same stuff in your day sack. Yeah, well, it's, 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 it's what I try to do is if, I've, if I'm using like my 17 litre, like my Vertus assault pack, or I'm using like my 60 litre uh, camelback mother load. It will sometimes be um, a case of essentially carrying what's in my webbing or my belt kit in my day sack. If I'm running a plate carrying a shooter's belt, I'll run my webbing contents in a patrol pack, cook set, um, a, a, a slightly more advanced first aid kit if you need. Because if, if I'm a team leader and just carry a couple of extra plasters and bits and bobs like that for, for the team, if you like, a um, couple of extra bottles of water, you know, uh, a waterproof coat or something like that, you know, just, just you know, and, and some, occasionally some mission specific stuff. You know, spare batteries for radios and bits and bobs like that. Yeah, you know. I mean, my day sack generally tends to be the most or, or least organised part of my kit because that's always very specific as to what we're doing. Um, yeah, yeah. So but in all my webbing is... water rounds on one event, it might be filled with water or if it's a really hot day on another event, it just depends on mm. what we're doing. But I like it because obviously all my webbing, everything in my webbing is in its own uh, waterproof stuff sack. So like all my, my cook sets in a stuff sack, rations are in a stuff sack. So I can literally just grab them out of the pockets, sling them into the day sack, and I know what's in, in what pouch, do you know what I mean? Mm. And then when I'm not using it, I'm running webbing again, I'll just load it back up quickly. It's not it's not like individual little bits and bobs, which is always good. Yeah, cool. Ryan says, fight light is definitely the option for airsoft. If you want ammo, comms, and a little bit of water, you don't need to live out the kit as we only have a few metres from the fog burning. It does depend on the event you're at. Um... Some mm, events, yeah. if you're out on a patrol for say, I mean, because we've been on events where you're out patrol for maybe sort of three or four hours. Um, in which case, you know, I think we had one event where we were having to defend um, like a little outpost building or something for a good sort of two or three hours. Um, and it was effectively our downtime. So that's it. Yeah. So you want to be able to take in and stuff. Yeah. Make a brew and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. I mean, obviously, airsoft hours are different to real fighting hours ryan's used to both so three or four hours for us at a location not near the fob is like what was i going and he's just like uh sorry yeah no i get that i get that i mean i i personally you know i, I know that in your webbing set you always take out your jet bottle don't you right uh, no i don't I, I run my um i always take out me um me a crusader with um mm. either some dragonfire fuel cells or um i've not taken my transient my little meth burner yet i am tempted to give it a go um, but I'm, I just, I'm just so used to using them Dragonfire, fuel, them fuel cells. You know, one or two of them, you can do a, a hot bevy, a hot meal, nice and small capacity, nice and quiet, smokeless. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, that's all good. I usually just leave that running in there. Out on a quiet patrol, and you get, you get... oh, it is. That's the only thing. And it, <laughs> it, it, it wasn't until someone mentioned it to me about how loud you actually, it actually like amplifies how loud it is. Now I turn it on, I'm like. <laughs> Oh fuck! It's so loud. But then when you like your little, little, little hexy burn, it's just like a little the flame. I'm like, 
it's much quieter. It's much. A, it's a much yeah, I mean, pleasant ex- uh, cooking experience. I, I don't think I've ever <laughs> taken a cook set out with me into the game mm. in terms of that. I've taken. I, I think probably worst case I've ever taken is the um, self-heating ration bags. Um, mm-hmm. So if I'm going to take sort of food out into the field that needs heating up, I'll probably take two of those just in case one fails. Yeah, see, I've never used one. I, I'm completely. Un- I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, I tried a. Um, I think it was a Latvian ration pack at home on the kitchen side, and I had a self-heating pad, and it worked reasonably well. I wish I'd turned the the food round halfway through, because I had a, it was it was a slightly chillier at one end than it was the other. Mm. But um, yeah, it worked it worked well enough, you know, for for a novice. Look, I've not I've not used one before, but yeah, I'd say I probably one end and con carne at the other. <laughs> I'm here all week, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, um, I'd certainly just. I mean, I'm a creature of habit, so I'll I'll stick with me hexy burner or me me dragon. But that's the thing; it's a creature of habit. You know it works. You know where it is. You know how to set it up. That's that's the thing we're talking. And that's exactly what it's. That's what you get into, and it's what you're comfortable with using, and and being confident with using your kit. You know, and that's what we always say: always try your stuff out before you go to an event. Like if it's a brand new cook set, or or a brand new flame burner, or a little little one of these bad boys that screws on top of a can. That's my first ever one. That's like older than me. I think my dad gave me that. Still going strong. Um, but yeah, one of them. Make sure you know. All oh, right, yep, how, how it lights. Make sure it, make sure it functions correctly. Because if it doesn't work, then you are pretty screwed, aren't you? Mm. You know, it was good to try all this kit out before you go. Uh, Steve Carter says, no foes. A bit late to had to smash the bollocks out of a KFC. Good, my son. You are completely and utterly forgiven, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. Hope you gave it uh, one from me. <laughs> Adam says, quick question. Do you run a ruck with the DCS? And if so, how do you manage with the bulky shoulder straps? See, I run... Go on. Sorry, go on. No, 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 no. You. Okay. I generally tend to run a day sack rather than a, a full Bergen. Um, just because mostly don't tab into a lot of events um that being said i think with the the one that coming up where we are tabbing in i probably won't be running the plate carrier with that um so i guess that's the trade-off there um so i don't know i mean the the only to say the day sack generally just tend to sling it over the top um it's not the most comfortable but then i'm not usually running around with it it normally kind of goes to a location gets dumped there um mm. Yeah, I mean, I've never really found it to be an issue running a day sack over a plate carrier. Um, I set mine up so it's quite taut at the top. So I think, if I remember rightly, the day sack straps sit just inside the plate carrier straps. I think. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Either or either. They never really sit directly on the top. Um, but then I have got the um, the uh, the chest clip, so to pull it tight. Um, just to hold the plate, just to hold the um, the the day sack in place nicely, um, and I've used that. Obviously, I've got the seventeen like little twenty liter patrol pack, and also the sixty liter, which I used at the um, SEO event uh, in September. No, not September. What am I talking about? When was it? July. I was going to say it was it was sort of July-ish, middle of August, something like that. Um, and I ran I ran the sixty liter mother load there, and yeah, I found that nice and comfy. The only thing I did do with the mother load was remove the um, spine out of it. Because I need, I needed it to compact down small enough to be able to roll up and put it in the top of my Bergen, so that when I got to my, to our harbour or anything, and I need to go out on a patrol, um, I could pack a day sack and take that out with me. And it's the same for my seventeen. Oh, that doesn't come with a spine, but I always put a day sack. It's sort of like the last thing to go in my top of my Bergen is my even my patrol pack or my day sack, just so when we get to wherever we're going, I can load it up and then go again. Just dump the Bergen in the bush mm. till we need it in the evening, or whatever, you know. Obviously, but yeah, no, I've never had any problems. Oh, no, I, think, oh. I have had cold. Right, right. Oh, do you know what? Actually, yeah, I had. What was that? 
What was that event we were at? And I, um, no, I ate a cold ration pack meal, and it was bloody handsome. I'm sure it was like a meatballs bolognese or something. Okay. And I just thought, sod it, I'll eat it cold. Just bollocks, I'm going to try it. And it was delicious. It was genuine. You know when you've like you've made a bolognese at home in your kitchen after you found all your spoons and stuff? Um, it's like, <laughs> and you've got like a bowl of it left over in the fridge the next day, and you just think, yeah. oh, fuck it. It's, oh, it's delicious. It's always tastes nice the second time around, doesn't it? Well, yeah, some yeah. things do. Um, a chance to sort of marinate and stuff in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I enjoyed it. I didn't mind it really that much. But I, you've got to have a hot bevy, though. I know you can eat cold dinners, but you've got to have a cup, uh, see, a cup I, of tea. I, I, or a I tend, tend to be the other side of it. I would rather have a hot meal on a cold drink. Mm, no, I like a cup of tea. I've got to have a coffee or a cup of tea, mate. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll turn into a right diva. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Says, I tried yes. just running cold rations at the SEO event. Worked out quite well, even after getting the warning from the boss. Yeah, I mean, so I think I don't have a problem with cold rations. Personally, I, I would rather eat them if I can. Well. Um, even after getting, I didn't give you a warning. What did I give you a warning for? I tried doing rations for the event. Worked out quite well, even after getting a warning from the boss. What for eating cold rations? I would have done that, would I? Sorry, Wayne. <laughs> He was only having like the lemon, the lemon chews and a bit of uh, biscuits brown, and you shared because <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll tell you what is though good is the cherry oh, powder. The it's either the raspberry or the cherry powder drink. You put that in hot water. Yeah. Naughty, <laughs> very naughty. Um, I was just going to say, I quite like a, a warm Dr Pepper occasionally as well. That's that's not too shabby. Nah, give it a go. Give it a go. It's quite nice. Um, How do you do that then? Just pour a can into a pan and well, I found pour a can a Do- into a pan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I found out because I left a bottle of Dr Pepper in the car uh, in the middle of the in the middle of the summer, but um, it's quite nice. It's not too bad. Fair play. So right, okay. So that was uh, point one: muscle memory, loadout, setup. The next one. This is a big thing for Ryan. It's physical fitness. Yes, be like Ryan. <laughs> Anyhow, so topic three. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, you know, I mean... I think, yeah, I, you, they, you, they, you, obviously you need to have an element of fitness about you um, to a certain degree. I'm not saying you've got to be a triathlete or anything like that or an Ironman right. at all. That's not a requirement, but it's always, you know, being fit does very much help you, Yeah, doesn't it? That's you know? the thing. I mean, this is... I, I am not the fittest person, right? And this is this is not a no, five. But you can hold your own, though. Wilson. Yeah, can't you? So that's that's the thing. I mean, I think it's ultimately if you want to improve your game, if you want to be, you know, getting more out of your event, you want to be the person at the front helping push forward. You want to be, you know, you, you don't want to be that guy like, oh, come on, hurry up, you know, you're panting at the back, you're struggling. You need to be you know, working to try and improve that if you if you want to get the most out of your of, of your game and your event. Mm. You know, we're not suggesting that you have to go and be a marathon runner and all that, and you have to go and um, <laughs> wipe your buff, bruv. Thanks, mate. Um, you know, I'm not suggesting you need to be like Ryan and you go and medevac every player on the field for no reason in one go, <laughs> like an Adonis. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, if you if you can leg it 100 meters between buildings and then you're not breathing for your life when you get to the far end, um. You know, pulling, it, yeah. pulling the brown bag out your pocket whilst you're getting there. <laughs> oh, rear, rear, rear. Thanks to my thanks to my loadout memory, I know exactly where the brown bag is. <laughs> <laughs> it's right next to my spoons. Yeah, but I mean, ultimately, you know, it, it's not it's not the end of the world. It, it's something that you can do for free. It's not really going to cost you loads of money to to 
not necessarily yeah. train, but you can improve your physical fitness, exercise, eating better. You know, it, it's all things that we hear as dietary improvement and, and yeah. improving exactly your that. You know, it's we're all adults. Health. You all know what's good and what's bad for you. Yeah. You know, it's um, and it's one of them. You know, I mean, I, exactly. I'm really. I, I lost the bug for the gym a long time ago, and I stopped. I didn't go to the gym for many, many years, and and I've recently. Well, I caught the bug back in March, and I've not been. Oh, I had, a, I had a couple of weeks off during the summer holidays with the kids, but I've been there three, four, five times a week since March, and I've been loving it. I've really got the bit between my teeth again. And it's hard, because I've tried going back several times to the gym, and I've been once or twice, and I've gone, nah, fuck it, I can't be bothered. And I've, I've genuinely just not been in the right frame of mind, and you've really got to be re- into it to, to, to go and enjoy it, because there's nothing worse than going to do something you're not going to like, because that's just that's ridiculous. That's, you know, that's boring on insanity. Um, You know, you've got, to be, you've got to be in the right frame of mind to want to get fit, and want to and want to train and, and do those bits, you know. I mean, it's handy that I train with one of my best mates as well every day. So because we both work nights, it's sort of a bit of a no brainer. Um, but so that always helps, you know. We sort of egg each other on. But, it but yeah, it, it doesn't even need to necessarily be, you know. You've got to hit the gym three or four. No, times a week. go for a walk even in the park every evening. Yeah, even just getting a, getting a few more steps in um, in your day, you know, not not picking up that donut at work that someone's brought in for their birthdays, anything like that. Little this things is like it. that will have will have impact. It, you know, it, it will make a difference over the over the duration. That's what that's important. where I was coming unstuck. I was working. I work nights, you see, all the time. I'm been on. The, I've worked nights for about eleven years now, and um, it got to the point where I was finishing work, sort of like five o'clock in the morning, driving home. I'm feeling hungry, stopping at a garage, sandwich, crisp, chocolate bar, bottle of pop. You know, maybe a couple of bags, couple of bags of crisp. You know what I mean? Stuffing them on the way home in the car, getting in and thinking, might have something else to eat, you know, a bit of toast or something, and then going to bed on that. Going to, going to bed on a belly full of bad food and then getting up and then not training it, not walking it off. And then, you know, thank God we got our dog a week for, into the first lockdown. We got the, we got the dog, the hound, because I've been up over the woods with him. Whereas before I wouldn't have been doing that. So it's, you know, I'm not saying I owe him anything because I don't because he's a pain in the ass, but I love him. <laughs> don't tell him I said that. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just, it's getting into that mindset, getting it and then bad habits. Um, but for, I'm, I'm talking from my personal experience with getting back into training that that's what it's been for me It's a lot of bad habits all come into a head and the and seeing that picture of me shooting i was just mm-hmm. like oh my god gotta sort that out why did you wear a pink jumper you twat because <laughs> <laughs> that's just made it look worse you look <laughs> naked from the top half up <laughs> yeah so yeah that sort of really did kick my ass into gear and go right mm. yeah you gotta do something about this now lance it's getting silly now and it is hard um, you know i mean it is, mate. It's it is. something I'm trying to do at the moment myself, and it's one of the things that you know we, we've talked about previously on the episode. And I know um, sort of a few people have mentioned we want to talk about it, and it is, it is difficult. I mean, I'm I'm finding I don't have the time to to lend going to the gym, but all I'm doing at the moment is I've just cut out a few bad things. I'm eating a bit more fruit at lunch, um, and trying to get more steps in, and I'm already noticing a, a difference. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's not it's not as high impact. It's not going to be as quick as you know, you, you've got into the, the Adonis that you are, Lance, but, you know, oh, it's, it's, well, it's far from difference. it, sir. That's the thing. You know. And, and but it's weird. See, I can put weight on. I can look at a cake and gain weight. Yeah. See, I didn't go to the gym for two weeks during the summer holidays, right, and put a kilo back on, which is not a great deal of weight. It's not a great deal of weight. But, yeah, so I was, I did lose three stone, but now I'm just under lost three stone. I've got, I've got that ground to make up again, which I will do. I will do it, you know. But I've not, I've not gone on any mad diet, or you know, I'm only licking the fat off of bacon and then just staring at celery all day long. I'm, I'm not, yeah. I'm just making sensible choices. I'm having a normal meals, um, 
I have got a penchant for chicken breast and crackers with a bit of hummus at the minute. That's sort of like my midday snack sort of thing. And olives. I love olives. Um, I'm just eating loads more veg, you know, just banging the vegetables, the dark greens, um, meat, a uh, bit of fruit, you know, as and when, bit of sugar after training. You know, I've not, I've not cut sugar out of my coffees. I still have a sugar in my coffee because I like it mm. and I love food and I'm not going to sacrifice everything. I've given up a lot, so I'm going to keep that. I've given up a lot. I don't eat crisps. I don't eat chocolate bars. I don't eat cakes unless it's a very, very special occasion. Whereas before, if the missus had bought a six pack of Rolo mini cake bars for the kids, I'd be, I'd have four of them. There's only two children in this house. They only need one each. That's my. That's the way I look at it. That's what, that was like my outlook on biscuits. Biscuits, if they were meant to be eaten one at a time, they would be in a resealable packet. Yeah. As soon as you open biscuits, <laughs> game on in my eyes. <laughs> they are in single portion servings. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this packet is now destroyed. I will now yeah. eat these. <laughs> uh, right. There's a few comments. Of, oh, hang on. Throwing them up into the simul box. Uh, Ray says, Lance, since my knee has given up the ghost, I've put on a stone, so don't worry about it. Oh, sorry that was easily that, lost, mate. Sorry to hear that, buddy. Uh, Terry says, it's hard for me to train. I work 12-hour shifts, four days, four nights, and four off. It fucks up my body clock. Yeah. I, I, bet, yeah, I, don't, know, I don't know how people do that, the four nights on, four days, and all, what Dan does that. Like, he could work a, two nights, and then he'd be off for a day, and then be on a day shift, and then he'd be on a... I just think, I'll be shot to bits now. If I'm on nights constantly, which I am, Monday to Friday, night shifts. If I work the weekends, it's night shifts. My body clock is adjusted to that. It's fine. I can get over that. But yeah, chopping and changing like that, it's just, nah, mate. Sorry. Not for me, Governor. So Ryan do that. and um, Rage, actually, funnily enough, both said the same thing. So it's not just about airsoft as well. It's the health benefits in general for life. Mm, yeah. Um, I mean, as people yeah. have said to me, when I've said to someone, spoke to someone who doesn't know what airsoft is, they say, oh, what's airsoft? I say, easiest way I can explain it, it's a healthy way of playing Call of Duty. Mm. And that's literally how, essentially what it is, isn't it? You know, you get your character outfit sorted out, you drop into the game zone, and you run around, get all sweaty, you're not sitting home covered in pizza mm. with a four-litre well, bottle I mean, of the, Coke the, next the to you, the straw. The thing with airsoft is that, <laughs> ultimately, you know, people spend thousands on kit, probably tens of thousands in, in their lifetime. So mm. how many people will actually generally prioritise their health a little bit as part of that? You know, you, you do have to do a lot of running around. It can't hurt to get a little bit of practice in doing that before an event because it's just going to mean you're just not absolutely fucking knackered. Well, this is it. You know, you day. think you've bought all this kit. You've probably got about £30 worth of kit you've got to put on. You think, mm. I better be a bit, bit fitter to be dancing about in this all day long. You know Especially, I mean? I mean, Pegasus says I tend to run weighted plates at normal skirmish days. Just to get See, that's what out. I want to get. See, uh, skirmish days for me, I reckon that's an absolute ass kicker of a workout because you're as soon as the whistle goes, it's like gotta get to that objective and run. You know, dodging all the stag parties and bloke stresses, gimps <laughs> and Darth Vader every now and again and Death Deadpool, whatever it is. Um, <laughs> you're constantly running. You're, you're, I'd, I'd say you're expelling a lot more calorie burning skirmish day like that than you would be if you went on just on one patrol at a Milsim event because it's a lot more slow it's a lot more steady again there, there are elements of like bursts of energy but a skirmish day I think is a lot more frantic um, mm. sort of action wise you know it's instantaneous you're there you're there especially like you see like Ed's videos and that he's cutting about like a crazy man yeah you know that's the, a skirmish day at a Milsim event you, that wouldn't be the case you know it's a diff, totally different style of gameplay but it's a, a long drawn out process it's the, it's the stamina it's the, it's the men, mental strength and the stamina for being able to start starting a game at whatever time it is in the morning, 9am, and then going through all day till 9 at night, not having any rest, then potentially getting like an hour's sleep through that night, going all through the next day, 
and then through that night and then finishing on the on the on the Sunday or something. You know, it is hard going mentally mm. and physically on your body. It's, it's it's for me, it's definitely the stamina. Having the stamina build up is a big part of it. Brian says exercise just comes down to being able to stay with the team and not missing the action because you need to sit it out. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I tell you what, one one thing that I do, do want to sort of fit into this because this comment sort of struck a nerve a little bit with me is that I, I, I know that I've missed out on things occasionally in the past just because I'm tired before I get to the event. So not necessarily being because of, of particularly unfit or anything like that. It's because I don't have a particularly good sleep pattern as it is on a normal day-to-day basis. So no, that's right. My weekend I can vouch is basically for that. the point I catch up on sleep. Um, so for me to then, you know, I, I, I'm running into the weekend already tired is not helpful. So again, highly recommend trying to trying to just get a good few nights of sleep before an event makes a massive difference as well. It does, um, mate. It does. Yeah, getting that rest in. You need to get that rest in. Even even day to day, you've got to get that rest. I mean, I've I'm, I've got used to now. I can run on six hours. I'll get I'll get me six hours in. So I'll get up at like lunchtime, and then that'll do me then to I'll finish work the next day. Um, so I sort of literally run on six out of twenty four hours. Is me asleep. The rest of it, I'm up and about doing bits. So which ain't too bad. I'm used to that now. Like I said, you know, you, it's a, I'm a creature of habit. Once you get into it, that's it. So a lot of guys, like Dan, for example, he'll get up a bit earlier, but then he'll have like an hour or so in the evening before he goes to work. Whereas once I'm awake at lunchtime, I just go through then because I'll feel terrible if I had an hour's kit for work. I wouldn't want to go. Mm. So I just stay up. I'm, I'm used to that, you know, I'm used to that. And I found as well, with me tra- getting back into my training, my injuries have lessened and my knees improved. Now, whether that's the joints getting stronger it's or it's from, probably, from yeah. deadlifting and squatting and things like that. But my right knee, I used to really suffer with it terribly. Um, but I've not had a t- touch wood. I've not had a, uh, a knock or anything like that for a long time now. I've got a slight twinge in my shoulder, but I think I just need to go and get um, a deep tissue massage sorted on that because I've not had one for a while. Mm. But other than that, yeah, you know, all good. All good. Yeah. It only helps. It only helps. Um, while the mental strength point is true, it reminds me of that really cringy Operation Lion Claws post. I haven't seen that post. I don't know if you have, Lance. No, I haven't, no. no. Adam, let us know what that was about, because I'd be interested to find out more about that. Um, but, I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm, this, this, the whole point about the, the, the physical fitness and the like is not It's not suggesting you need to go and be training for an event, you know. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm Ilsim, so I run 10 miles every day. Like, just run 10 miles every day if you want to run 10 miles every day. That's fine, but don't feel like it's part of the event. But it no. will help improve your game. Um, yeah, it's not got you... You've not got to be super fit to do to carry carry out meals. You know, you need to be able to sort of carry yourself in that. And, you know, you are going to be carrying additional weight on top of your weight. So you've got to bear that in mind. But, um, and it will be more than what you carry on a skirmish day, I'm guessing. You know, you're going to be carrying additional water, depending on how long you're going to be out there for, whether you carry any extra ammunition. Or, well, not the ammunition would be the same. Um, but yeah, there, there are elements to it. And obviously, it, it, like I said, it's the, it's the longevity of the event and how long you're going to be out there for. That's what you need to sort of obviously bear in mind, especially for new guys as well doing it. Uh, you know, right, so the, um, sorry, the post, Adam's just sent it to me. I'm going to read it out. I can't be bothered to shut on the screen. So the post says, uh, in the heart of every airsoft that burns the soul of an ancient warrior, we may not enlist. We may stop not now. Employ, but, oh, it's, just, it's, it's horrendous. Just stop Never now. Never let anyone tell you that we're not heroes too. Yeah, not... Oh, Not anything like that. Don't agree with that at all. Don't, don't, don't ever. Yeah. No. We are, we are kids that run around in the woods. We are in no way. I am a 39 year old, 10 year old running around the woods playing yeah. toy soldiers. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's great fun, isn't it? Why do you do that? Because it's wicked fun. Yeah. 
And that is literally, that is essentially what it comes down to. But everyone should be giving the same answer. Why do you, you do it? Because it's wicked fun. Three, it is genuinely wicked fun. Where you've just been laying in the dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold but you might get shot in the face. You spend most of the weekend going, oh, I'd love a McDonald's hamburger right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It is for me. That is it. It's wicked fun. Uh, Pegasus says Trident are a good choice for weighted plates as well. Um, as well is. as uh, Travail plates before they stop currently 9.1 kilos in total. Adam Latchford there. Ah, oh, America. <laughs> America aren't free. <laughs> well, talking of three, God love him. So, what went wrong? What went wrong? Oh, well, uh, enough. <laughs> I wasn't fit enough and I couldn't keep up with anybody. I had so many injuries, I'd sit out most of it. That's what fucking went wrong. <laughs> my my, men, my um, muscle memory was all over the place. I didn't know That's it, it yeah. Was. Shot the rim. Absolutely shot the bits, mate. Shot to bits. Um, we talked about this in the past with the what went wrong. It, it's it's something I think that should be asked both at the end of um, missions, you know, when you're out and about at yep. an event. It should be asked when you're leaving the event. It should be asked... It... Whenever you do something, I always generally tend to ask myself what went wrong and how can things sort of improve. And it, it's a useful little learning tool because it's the sort of thing which, you know, and, and don't just ask yourself, ask other people, you know, what did you see that you think I could have done better? And mm. as long as it's constructive, yeah, you, yeah, you're shit. <laughs> yeah, that's the main, the main, big, the biggest thing for me, point to point out, <laughs> your shit. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. Um, no, but you, you've yeah, got to critique yourself, I think, when yeah. you come back. It's good. It's good. You know, if, you, if you're in a good, solid team in that as well, or you're in the section you've been putting for the event, you have a chinwag, right, what could we have done better there that we didn't do? You know, lessons learned for next time. It's important, I think. Hmm. Especially, don't I mean, be... we, we don't generally tend to play that often together, do we? Let's be honest. Like, we, well, it'd be nice to, wouldn't time, it? But we're just so it busy. It'd be nice to, but, but the last event I think we were probably all at was probably Legion. Oh, as a team, as in our team. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. We had a good. I mean, mate, we had a good turnout for that, and we were lucky enough to have a couple of the uh, the, the Reaper boys along. I think we had the mm. biggest section. We had our fourteen man section. It was quality. Mm. That was brilliant. That event. That was bloody brilliant. Apart from I lost my O light there. I didn't lose it. I left it there because I'm a tit. Oh no, we had the DEA one as well, didn't we? Yeah, that was a that, defiant. That was more of a mix of us, I think. But... Yeah, I'm, I, I meant a, like a full complement of of the Zulu one three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was the, that would have been at Legion. That that was bloody good. That was obviously there was still a few, couple of faces so missing from the team. At the end of those taskings and stuff like that, I know that we were sort of sitting down and going, right, how could we improve? What could we do better next time, etc. Yep, for sure, for sure. A big difference, you know, because it's it gives you the opportunity of going, oh yeah, you know, I fucked up there, sorry, and it means that everyone else is then more aware of that at the next time you're going out. Mm, um, mm, mm. You know, Just things to bear in mind, don't you? Know, oh yeah, fuck, I need to make sure I bring a little bit of arrow with me or something like that. Um, oh, with my gun again, oh, guys. Yeah. Sorry, I will I get there. My batteries. Oh. oh my god, yeah. I, I was walking and I thought I should be carrying something. It's like, yeah. God, those slippery uh, rifles. <laughs> They're easily the forgotten. Classic, <laughs> the classic that um, comes to memory from the like the last event, the DEA one that we did um, with Defiant was we were out on a night tasking to go and do sort of a troll up around the back. Um, we had three guys with nods. Uh, so I, I put one in front, one in the middle, and one at the back. Um, so I think Danny and I, and possibly two or three others, uh, I think a, 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 it must have been like a little quad bike or something came came rushing past with the full lights on. So we all sort of piled into this bush. That's and right, yeah. Went in there, I think someone had, had their light or their finger on their, their light trigger or whatever and just 
bloomed this big old bulb of light everywhere. And it was just a nightmare. Um, but that was something we learned. You know, it's a case mm. of checking your spacings. Well, not me as well. I left my spares for my uh, thermal back mm. at the fob. So I had to, like, people were, like stripping their kit for uh, some AA batteries for me to get us back. And to and to clear the actual area that we needed to clear. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> fucking hell, done it again. Bastard. Yeah. But there we go. So you know, yeah, that, but you'll remember that next time. That's the thing. No, you'll probably not. Like, I'll yeah. still forget it. Nah, you'll remember it. You'll remember it. <laughs> I will, I will. Um, That's one thing I do. I am sort of regimented and remembering yeah. things next time. So what went wrong? But you've got That's to make mistakes. Thing. You know, you're you know, you're human at the end of the day, you've got to learn from them. Oh yeah. Yeah, don't get me and wrong. It's only it's, a game. Exactly. And the things that go wrong on one event won't be the same things that go wrong all the time. You know, no, it, it might there'll be loads be of other things. Bad day where you're playing at an event where it's full of mosquitoes. You know, you might find that never happens, but you might decide after that event to carry a little bit of deep cream with you or something like that. You know, just mm. just so that you have the capability to sort that out in the next time it happens. That's it. Yeah, and it, so yeah, and from from doing events, your your kit will change as well as you go through. Like when I you know, when I got that terrible chafe and I got the old Under Armour long cycling shorts after that, not been an issue. You know, the step one boxes and people going mad for that sort of stuff. You know, it, it, you you all have to go through things and then think, right, well, I need to I really need to sort that out. Um, so they've been a bloody godsend. They have to prevent the old chafe is nothing worse, nothing worse, man. But you know, all good, all good, all good points. <laughs> That point, that part of a team you run out, then the next Don's like, you don't, you chicken curry, I got you. I don't understand you, Danny. <laughs> uh, chicken curry is don't worry. Yeah, I got that bit. Uh, John um, says, I never know how he never saw us on that quad. I think yeah, yeah. there was absolutely no way that we were Maybe him. Maybe he's uh, too, too preoccupied looking for the owls at the time, I think, yeah. maybe. <laughs> um, here you go. So Pegasus says, radio is the biggest thing that goes wrong at a mill scene. How oh, many mate, people... Absolutely. Go to a meal sim and go, oh, my radio shit. Go away from the meal sim and then do nothing about it. Yeah. I've got a bit better since doing this and obviously chatting away with people who are much better with radios than I am. I've sort of picked up a little, a few little bits. And not, no, I'm not saying, you know, but I've got enough to get by. If someone gave me some uh, some, some frequencies and that, I could program my radio to those frequencies of Squelch and, you know, CTCSS and all that bollocks, do all that. Um, and it's got a lot better. You know, I think our comms as a team have got a lot better um, hmm. uh, when we've been to the last couple of events we've done. Um, whether the comms themselves have failed, not through human error, but just because it's fucking comms are just like, yeah. I'm not going to work today. Um, you know, it's, it's one of them. You know, you're always going to have problems, you know, whether you've got a Bofang or whether you've got a 152 or, you know, whatever it could be. You know, you're always going to have problems with comms, regardless. Hmm. Regardless of comms. You know, it's just one of them. But having a basic understanding of your radio and what you're and what it's meant to do, um, it it, it can only benefit you. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah. So uh, this, it, there's two more points we obviously want to make, and this kind of goes into all of them. I'm going to go into the pre-game intel um, next. We'll leave we'll leave the other one for last. But the, so the pre-game intel by this, I don't just mean know what the storyline is of the event. So this is not just oh yeah I know that I'm you know I'm fighting X for for the A army and I'm going to be going over there and, and camping there and dealing with that. So the pre-game stuff we're talking about making sure your kit's squared away, making sure your kit's all sorted out. Don't leave it to the last minute before you've got it all, yep. all yep. sorted. Um, again, you know we're talking we're talking about comms there. Take the time to make any changes that you learned from your last event before you go to that event. You know, it doesn't take more than half an hour to mm. 
watch a quick YouTube video on something and just gen up on how your radio works, for example, or if you need a bit of kit. Well, this is it. You, you know, it's no, like, you know, say, you... if you need a bit of kit or an accessory for your rifle or something like that, don't don't get to the event and go, oh yeah, should have ordered that. Yeah, especially if it's like a critical bit of kit that you needed to replace and you've not done that and you just sort of like, fuck, this might work, it might not. You know, and we like, we like we say with radios, you know, charge your batteries up before you come to the event, program your radio before you come to the event, and once you're happy, it's all programmed, take the battery out, turn it off and take the battery out. The amount of times that people have got in touch, oh, my radio's on, I've got one bar left, it's been on since Thursday, and it's now, it's, it's been on since Tuesday, and it's now Friday night, and it's like, yeah. mate, come on, that's fucking schoolboy error. You know, program them, take the battery out, leave them in your battery bag with all your other batteries, you know, and you've got your comms bag for all your comms, you know. Yeah, see, Terry, look, you know, from the horse's mouth, you know, comms didn't work. Exactly. Even now, I expect there's probably issues with comms because it is just one of those things. Mm. You know, things get in the way, things happen. You know, but yeah, your pre-event checks, you know, bomb your mags up the night before. Bomb your pistol mags up. You know, gas up what you need gassing up. Pack it all away, ready to go. Those All those little things. Fill your water bladder up. Fill your water bottles up. Pack them in the bag oh, that you yeah. need them, I'll tell you what, them to be ready. There's nothing more frustrating when I get to an event. And I, and, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of this as well. So this is not me sort of picking on anyone in particular. But you, you get to an event and people are basically still packing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. So, yeah. Oh, I'm going to put the water in my, in my bladder. I'm going to start bombing up my mags and stuff like that. It's like, I get it. You know, I mean, obviously, there's there's this whole theory about not leaving uh, BBs in your mags and stuff. Cause it, yeah, but if it's a day before, and, man, come on. A day on. before should be fine. You know, um, potentially, if you're in a meal sim and it's a good, really good one, you, there's probably going to be one of your mags at the end of the weekend that's still been bombed up since Thursday night or Friday night. So, you know, doing it one day beforehand is not going to make any difference whatsoever. It's just, it's more time for you on site to get your bearings and sort more essential bits of kit out, like Intel getting briefings when you're like, oh, you'll be there in a minute. <laughs> just bombing up my mag. You know. It's like, come on, come on, we're supposed to be there getting a briefing. Yeah. You know, and you're, you're fucking about putting batteries in stuff and, you know. And it's, I mean, the, Get it all the one squared. I find as well is um, when, when kit breaks. Um, so, for example, I've got a pair of trousers that the button fell off on. I have not sewn that button up. I, I, I take those trousers off. They go in the wash. I forget about them. I get to like the day before the event. I'm like, oh, I've got to remember to sew that on. Get to the event. I haven't sewn it on. Just wandering mm. around when we're, we're not banging out because like, the, the, the button on the trousers isn't working. And it's, it's that sort of stuff that's just like, you know, just take the time. And this is, this is definitely not being holier than now because I'm terrible for this. Um, but just take the time to, to prep your kit properly and get yourself sorted for an event. Mm, um, mm. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's it. Exactly. A, a kit admin, you know, making sure, like, before the event, making sure it's all squared away, it's all packed nicely, you know where it all is, um, and you're confident using the kit list. You know, we've got our kit list on the website that you can use yeah. to reference. Um, and the same goes afterwards, after the event. Like Mike said there, damaged trousers. You know, anything that's damaged, make a note of it. Lovely. Um, and get it squared away, ready for your next one. You know, bits, you things like that. Is it? Laminated copies of this. Laminated. And a, with, a, with, a, with a nofo marker pen. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm. <laughs> mm. The, um, so in terms of the actual event as well, it is useful to obviously read the storylines and bits and pieces, and um, so you actually know what you're doing at the event. Um, I've been guilty of that before. I will hold my hand yeah. up. Got to yeah. event. Everyone understand what they're doing. Well, Did you read the, the briefings? I mean, ultimately, the taskings mm. and stuff you probably get briefed on the day, but yeah. you will get more out of your event for the immersion side of things if you've got a rough idea of why you're why you're apparently meant to be in this AO. Exactly, um, or who you're against, whether they've got a specific name or, or you yeah. know, or an acronym for their for their for their faction or whatever it could be. You know, what their you know the gist of the event. You know, an overview mm. would be handy. 
because otherwise you might as well be on the skirmish day. Yeah, I mean, the the organisers have taken the time out of their busy lives outside of um, organising Milsim events too, or or Airsoft events, should I say, um, to write this up for nobody to read it and then get... uh, Because I'd be frustrated to buggery. I have been, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going down that road. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't bring that up. I just got over that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I, I, I can completely appreciate how frustrating it is for to write a really well-worded storyline for an event with instructions specifically for a faction for them to be completely and utterly ignored and not even looked at or taken out of the packet um yeah I, I completely get that so please please read hmm. read the things that have given to you before an event if you can because it really does help you and it helps the the whole event itself because well, it could be some paying, crucial intel in there. For the immersion. That, that's ultimately, I guess, to me, what Milsim, it, military simulation. Mm. You know, you are trying to simulate something. You can't simulate it if you don't engage fully with the process. Exactly that. Exactly that. You're not booking a booking a booking a hotel or booking a campsite. You're gonna read up on it beforehand before you go. You're not gonna pay and think, fuck it. What's there? Well, I don't know. Fuck it. Well, yeah. I don't want to get there, it's won't we? Gravel. I brought yeah. a, a field, tent, but it's a gravel campsite for caravans. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, nice one. <laughs> Genius. But yeah, read up on it. Read up on it. Yeah. You know, there might be some little uh, um, nuggets of wisdom in there. You think, oh, hello. That's going to be exciting. Look forward to that. Yeah, Kenny oh, says good. a lot of time gets put into them too. So exactly. Mm. you know, It, it does, mate. It absolutely does. Yeah, I've seen people, I've, I've spoken to a couple of few organisers prior to an event and you, you can see the, the stress levels going through the roof. They, they want to make sure it's right for, for everyone who's taking part. They want, they want everyone to enjoy it. You know, their names are on the line at the end of the day, and they, and they really do try to produce these events and, and scenarios within the events for you guys to enjoy, for all of us to enjoy, um, and for people to just like, yeah, fuck it, we've got an airsoft weekend, and I'm like, the lads, Whoa. it's like, well, no, come on, mate, you know, you've got, I know it's fun, I know it's a game and all that, but there is an element to it where you, you do need to understand why you're what you're doing and why you're there, because it makes it more fun for everybody else if you're on the same sort of page, you know. Sorry, so where Danny had said, but that part of a team you run out, then the next Don's like, you don't chicken curry. I got you. Um, Adam said, Danny proving that the Britain does have cultural diversity. Absolutely does. Yep. That is, <laughs> Danny is the face of Danny. He's, the he's, diverse he's culture in Britain. So much fun to hang out with. I um, love him. I do. Honey I, G. I, I openly do. It's not a joke. <laughs> Danny, you're my bro. Um, mm. Danny also said, fuck that, just give it to one of the mics. Yeah, so a lot of our team don't understand how their radios work. There's probably about three, so it's Min's, me, or Mike Brewer um, that's got a bit more of an idea. <laughs> I'm not going to say we're experts because we're not, but we've got a bit more of an idea. And it does always seem that I end up going to the event and having about eight radios to program before mm. we go out on uh, the game. So even yes. if you give people a briefing sheet, even if you get somebody else to help them, it's just no one knows what to do. Um, Terry, well, sorry, Ryan says, Terry, it hasn't got any better. I have three different types of radios for Kenya, so just so one works, VHF, HF, and data. So, Bloody yeah. hell. Well, Ryan is currently boarding a flight to a certain place, so we wish you a safe return, Ryan, and enjoy. Tight lines, mate. Oh, yeah, sorry, I just saw that. Uh, going to yep. have to leave you guys, need to catch a flight. Bye, Ryan, have fun. Have fun, mate, enjoy. Bring me back a zebra. Are there zebras in yeah. Kenya? I assume they're all. Yeah. yeah, I'll say zebras in Kenya. Zebras in America. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pegasus. So this is uh, talking about getting your kit sorted out before the event. That's one of the things I'm worse for. I book a day off work before an event and still leave it last minute to pack. Yeah. And it's it's stressful at that point as well because you're like, oh, 
go get all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go get to the shop. I need to get a couple of rat pack meals. You know, I've, I've run out of gas. I haven't got any gas for me, me cook up at my burner or something like that. You know, yeah, just do it. I mean, you cross. I mean, events usually go on sale eight, eight, ten weeks before the event. You've got ten weeks, man. Or, or it worst, the worst case scenario, you've got four weeks. I mean, you've got four weeks. If you took a day out of each of those weeks for an hour, that you'd be more than squared away in time for the event. You know, allocate yourself what, today. Is, I'm going to sort out my sleep system today, and then tomorrow I'm going to sort out my cook set, and then I'm going to sort out this, and then I'm going to sort. Just allocate yourself an hour or half an hour from a day to, to get yourself sorted. That's simple as it is. Simple. No excuses, Mike. Is there? I, no yeah, excuse. So my, my little pet admission is that the fact that I I don't just have to pack; I have to unpack <laughs> for the event and clean everything up that's not working and broken and, and dirty, and then pack. And that's that's the problem I always have. Yeah, exactly. Um, so oh, sorry, me. Terry. Yes, I think. Yeah, Ryan. Sorry, it might be right. I think Ryan is going to Cyprus. I think he's Kenya. No, I think he's Kenya in October. Oh, not as any of our business. Enjoy Cyprus then. <laughs> but enjoy, enjoy wherever it is you're going. That's not here. But I still want a zebra. <laughs> but we still, yes, yeah, one of those Cypriot zebras. If you can, I know they're rare. But if you could uh, wag all that way back through customs, that'd be blinding. Thank you. <laughs> there we go. Right, last point. Uh, the last one we want to talk about that is shameful admin, Mike. I know rage, and I am. Um, this is this is this is one of my guilty guilty things. I am not always the most organised of people. Um, the only reason this camo net is up is because it's just piled with stuff behind it. So, yeah, something. That, I'm, even, uh, I'm not going to show you what my loft looks like. <laughs> it's definitely something I could learn from, um, and I I can only assume that other people out there need help as well. Maybe we should start like an airsoft anonymous. It's just like I need help. Um, to be fair, to be fair, I've recently done a boot fair. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is all boxed, but it's just not. I'm not even going to take the picture. It's not. It's not as squared as I'd like it to be. Yeah, it could be better. Lance off, he does. Just let him know. What do I offer? What do I offer? What's this now? What's this now? What have you signed me up to, you tosser? <laughs> Um, right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. uh, panic. So the last point, the last point I want to talk about is verbal communication. Um, so, with with this point, so again, this this is a way of upping your game. Obviously, you can go to an event and you can tell people, "Oh, the bad guys behind the tree." Yeah. Oh. Let's fuck him up. <laughs> There's nothing worse than, than <laughs> like radio chatter. And and verbal taskings, uh, instructions, way, <laughs> um, <laughs> briefings, trans translated information. You know, being concise. Again, I know I'm guilty of it occasionally. You start to ramble when you're talking. You know, we 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 are airsoft. Well, you we are not... never. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're just as bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bop, 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 bop. Yeah. Where was I? Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, so. In terms of comms, obviously, comms can be patchy. We've already established that. So the information being translated over the comms needs to be concise, clear, and helpful. Whereas the number of times you go, oh, yeah, and um, yeah, uh, we've, we've got to go and pick A up. Uh, we've got to get the box. Uh, I think we're in, I don't know, what building are we in? Two sex. Four. We're in building C. Um <laughs> And it's it's that kind of communication. You need you need to be not, not practicing, but it, it's helpful to try and. Uh, this is a really bad way of explaining verbal communication. In not is this is going to be as bad as the spoons uh, <laughs> analogy? <laughs> no, I mean it's, it's 
I, I, to be brutally honest with you, I don't know how you would improve your verbal communication. The only way I can I can actively see is when you're trying to sell someone something, try and give them basic information. So, for example, don't say they're behind that tree, they're behind that building. Try and at least get a reference point of where you're mm. talking about. So, for example, again, don't just say 12 o'clock because 12 o'clock's not necessarily clear. If you can see someone down the street that you're you're aiming down, shout that you can see them down the street, two buildings down on the left. At least that's giving somebody a little bit more idea than they're behind the building. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly. Um, just clear, concise, and simple instructions. The same when you're talking to zero. If you've got, if you're going to let them know where you are, what the situation is, and what you want me to do about it. Mm-hmm. Those sort of three things, really. That's basically all you need. If they want, to, if they want a situation report from you or sit rep from you, that's what you need to. Tell them. This is where I am. This is what's happening. What do you want me to do about it? Pretty much, I, I, I'm just stabbing yeah. in the dark there. I'm no, not saying that's good, that's that's possible, but you know, we 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 do that. We have to use a lot of radios now at work. Working out the railway, you have to be clear and concise, especially if you've got to make like an emergency call or anything to the signaller or, or electrical control room, anything like that. So you've got to be, you know, where you are, what's happened, what do you require, repeat it back to me, and then you know, and going on from there. Basically, just keep it simple. Don't ramble on about oh, there's a fucking tree over there, lovely little tree of birds. Mm. You know, this is where I am. This is what's happened. What do you want me to do about it? And that is it. Nice and simple. Nice and simple. I mean, other other things you can learn. We've obviously talked about the difference between contact and eyes on. Um, yeah. You know, little, little bits and pieces like that makes a massive Stand difference. Stand two. Stand two. <laughs> yeah. There's a twig moving. Stand two. Stand two. I mean, you know, Twigs. ultimately, <laughs> Kerry says Mike, you've been around Danny too much. I mean, ultimately, the, the people that have actually been in service and stuff like that, I mean, Terry. Um, you know, Terry's going to be one for, for knowing a lot more about. Yeah, yeah, you know, Terry, Rage, Ryan, um, Les, quite a few boys on there, which is so really handy actually tonight. Maybe maybe <laughs> it's something that we can come up with as like a little crib sheet to to help practice in terms of. I don't know. I, it, I, again, I, I genuinely don't know how to to improve your verbal communication, but well, almost like a like a sheet of like basic difference. commands, like uh, for, like a, like an example. If you needed to contact zero. Mm. you know what you would say what the responses back would be roundabout you know and and from there like maybe we could produce something like that so people who are very very new to it or going to be like a radio op for the first time at an event they can think right this is what i need to say but and that is like an almost like a cue card you know i use them all the time for briefings at work you know you make a few notes of where we're working how we're going to get there what we've got to do safety arrangements emergency evacuation points blah 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 blah, blah nearest hospital all that jazz and I have that as a little, as a little, just set up there on my phone in my notes, just so I can reference it. So I'm not, I save all my talking nonsense and bollocks for Wednesday nights on here. So then when I get back out in the real world, I'll start talking sensibly again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, S bar. So Rage has just mentioned S bar, um, developed by the RAF, which is uh, S bar. Love an acronym. It stands for. Is it as good as Cam Garrick's? It is, it is very similar. So it stands for Situation Background Assessment and Recommendation. So, for example, the situation, I am, the name, the, the role, etc. I'm calling about, um, I'm calling because, anything like that. Uh, the background, this is unfortunately for the NHS I'm reading, so this is talking about patients. This is definitely not the most useful guide. But the background is talking about um, your observations, what, what, you're, what you're basically messaging about. The assessment, I think the problem is I need to do, you know, basically your assessment of that situation and then the recommendation, I need you to do this or 
Um, can you instruct on what you want us to do, etc., etc.? Mm. Um, there we go. Rage says situation background assessment recommendations was developed for communicating casualties to start with, but works for any quick, concise communication if you need to get something across. That's it, exactly that. So there you go. Or K hole. Oh god, what's he designed now? Danny's got an acronym. K hole. <laughs> Or Kahol. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's terrifying. Um, yeah. There you go. <laughs> there That's <it> is. the five. <laughs> uh, That's good. What? I like that. Yeah. Air cover That's danger good. class. Um, right. Adam said uh, the bastard had a small compass on his rifle stock and gave bearings. Uh, Who did? I don't know. Oh, he's had a worse than he's behind the tree. So, um, Adam's clearly been at an event where somebody was then reading out bearings to other people. Again, very unhelpful, unless everyone's got a compass or fully aware of the bearings. Like, I get what the guy's trying to do, but mm -hmm. again, if it doesn't translate to everybody else, they're not going to ever go. If, no, if you're not on the same page, you know, just keep <laughs> it simple. If you're not on the same page and oh, they have the abilities to start recognize bearings or have a map to, uh, to reference the bearings that he's talking about or compass, yeah. then that's sort of going to be lost on you, isn't it? Start picking no. up grid references. I don't know. I He's got grid reference. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what the that to me? The grid, the grid yeah. references aren't written on the floor, are they? On the back of that, on that tree over there. <laughs> visual said, aids, mate. I need visual aids. Said, so for visual aids, um, if you do want to give a bearing, use use obviously the, the, the 12 o'clock clock system. So for example, if you're in a building, just have whoever your TL is establish where your 12 o'clock is. Mm. Everyone should then know where three and nine is. That seems to be the one that confuses people the most. Mm. It's uh, essentially the, 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 behind you, but three the clock. Right, I think it's referred to as like the, the the clock ray method, isn't it? For like your your target acquisition sort of thing. You know, I've seen. I think I've seen it in a book where it's got like a house there, and it's like the clock ray method set up. You can see the 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 arc of fire with the house, and it's like right, yep, three o'clock top right hand window, or six o'clock, you know, to your rear bottom left window, or in doorway, things like that. You know, easy, easy. Mm. If you've got a building or reference point in front of you that everyone obviously knows, the huge pile of logs, for example right-hand side of the huge pile of logs on the ground. You know, people are going to be looking to the right-hand side of that pile of logs on the floor. There's a target or, or whatever it is you might be looking for. Nice and simple. Just pick the biggest objective or visual agent you can see to your front. Nine times out of ten, if you're going to be taking fire, they're going to be in some sort of cover. They're going to be somewhere that you can reference that point. You know, mm. unless it is essentially just a field of bracken with trees above it, then, you know, that's going to be tough. You know, then it's a case of, you know, watch where I'm shooting, you know, watch my tracer, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> Terry says, same page. I'm usually reading a completely different book. <laughs> you know, mate, same as that, bro. And it's upside down. <laughs> uh, Ray <laughs> says, how many people here, not you, Terry, can understand bearings? So I'm not massively au fait with them. No, no I'll be, I'll be, I've never really, not massively, no, not at all. Grid references, sort of thing, yeah, like your six figure sort of thing. I'm, I'm sort of a well, Matt, thank you, Mr. Brewer. Actually, he gave me a little, uh, a little recap on um, on, on grid references and that a while ago, a couple of events back, which was nice. Um, but bearings, essentially, no, not really. I've never, never really had any dealings with doing mm. the whole bearings and stuff, which is something I might look into actually now saying that. If I have fire in bearings from you down the radio, I'm telling you, I'm gonna start off. doing it now, really, really, <laughs> just another method of pissing you lot off. Kieran says, also remember clap, uh, which is clear, loud as an order with pauses. So, I mean, the pauses, yes. pauses is an interesting one there. That's definitely mm. something that... 100%, know, yeah. The number of times that you have someone that just 
holds their PTT and they're like, oh yeah, and they're just waddling on. And like, oh, I just need to, because you can't do a break, break, break. You don't have the ability with um, civilian radios to obviously interrupt mm. other people and get, and get a different message across. So you're just waiting for them to finish. Mm. Um, it's like the whole over and out thing. There's no such thing as over and out. Because when you say over, you're expecting a reply. And when you say out, you, you don't want to reply. So if you say over and out, the guy at the other end is like, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> I am now in a black hole. Oh, which I, I can't know. get I out think with most people, most civilians that use the radios, they probably understand that that's kind of the end just from radio. That's stuff. it, tell, yeah. Along the corridor and upstairs, mate. That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah all good references. They're all good. Uh, Ray says, the worst one for me is people pressing their PTT and not waiting before talking so you miss the first words they say. Completely agree. That's it. Completely agree. Press, pause, hello. Oh, Press, and tell you what, the other thing with comms is when you don't say who's speaking first. Yeah. When you know you're at an event, I don't know everyone's voice when you're when you're listening, you know, on the on the comms. It's very helpful when someone says, you know, um even I, mean, uh, I I don't know the correct methodology of this, but the way I generally tend to do it is, you know, I'm I'm turn on the turn on the radio, Lance, this is Mike. I want to tell you this. Over. Hi Mike, this is Lance. Tell me what you want me to tell me. Exactly. Hello. So Over. If anyone's listening, they get an idea of right. It's a conversation between you and I. So you know, if they've got a rough idea of where we are in the building or where we are out in the field or something like that, mm. you can kind of gauge. And that again, conversations going. Your situational awareness as well, knowing where your other sections that are, because you might be able, to, you might find that oh, I know that that section's over there. I need some help, so you might be able to just jump onto the team leader of that section, mm. rather than going back through zero and then asking them. And then if they are on a task and they can't help you, then obviously then it'd be redirected. But I mean, for me, when I do like radio op. As well as the TL for for our, for our guys for our team now and again, um, for like zero for example, it normally nine times it's, it's something along the lines of hello zero. This is uh, uh, Noble two four for example from Legion, uh, and then wait for the wait for the pause, and then zero usually comes back is uh, Noble two four is zero. Pass your message over, and it'd be like okay zero. This is Noble two four. I am currently at location blah 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 blah. This is the situation. Uh, recommendations or whatever it is, what do you want me to do about it? Over, pass back to zero. Zero comes back, out, or or wants a reply. And it's, it's that, just keeping it that simple. You know, hello, zero, this is one, two, three, over. Hello, one, two, three, this is zero, pass your message. Yep. Nice and easy, simple. <laughs> Ray says, uh, correct radio etiquette is cuddle muffin, this is Care Bear, are you receiving over? I can't wait for the next one. Uh, hello, Kylie, this is Jason, over. <laughs> Kylie, this is double denim. Double denim. <laughs> Troops in contact. Wait out. <laughs> double denim's getting shot at. Quick. QRF. Oh, dear. Right. Are that might have to be an op steps? name. A private no op, Next op, no-fo op, op is going to be op double denim. You know that's abbreviated to double D. Me and Rage are going to be... <laughs> yeah. Don't make it dirty. It's a classic 80s look, mate. All right? It's a jiggly mission. <laughs> <laughs> Boobs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, have you got anything else that, like, if if you were to add a bonus uh, step, would you, would you add anything else? Um, as in like a, like an extra. As in like I've a got one. I've been Go on, you do your one. one. So, bring a watch. There's nothing yeah, more frustrating than that. Oh, was your one? Was it? 
There's nothing no, more no, frustrating just... than when you've got like timed <laughs> objectives, or you you know you you've got things where you you need to be aware of what's going on. There's a program mm. for the event in terms of stag rotation and anything like that, and you don't have a watch because you can't participate in knowing what the time is if you don't have a watch. And it's very frustrating when you say, right, you know, I need you to be at this location at say two yeah. a.m. or ready to go at or this ready time. Ready to go. Yeah, what's the time five then? Minutes, oh, even in in fifteen minutes, quarter to. Yep. Um, 20, exactly 20 that, hours, right. anything like that. Just if you haven't got a watch on, you have no idea what the time is, mm, um, mm. and that can be very, very frustrating. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I mean, the thing for me I think, would be sorry, I, I've started, I've started changing the episode in my head. This is now just gripes about Milton. It's not gripes. It's it's way to improve your game. If you if you have the ability to tell the time, and someone says that you need to do something at a certain time, that will give you a watch. Um, People should wear a watch anyway, not just for airsoft. Stop using your phones to tell the time. I've got a watch. Oh, look at me with my watch. I don't generally tend to wear a watch outside of uh, you. Airsoft. You take that comment back then. You take no, no. it back. Because I don't need it to improve my life. <laughs> you should <laughs> have a watch on. I only need it to improve my airsoft game. You silly sausage. <laughs> yes. Thank I mean, for me, that. I think it would be, um, I mean, mine harks back to just your, your kit sort of thing is like... Um, when you're waiting to go out on a patrol and all your kit's all squared away, don't go start diving into it. Oh, I'm a bit hungry. I'm going to have a snack out of that. I'm going to have a drink my, half my bottle of water. Don't have, have whatever it is you've got stashed in your Bergen or in your, in your, in your crate. Mm-hmm. If you need a drink, have a drink at your, at your, at your, um, at your bunk that you can have a bottle of water or whatever like that. Don't go. If you just resorted all your kit out for your next patrol, don't go then diving into it. Cause you're a bit peckish. You know, you say, Oh, okay. cause I've seen people do that before. And you get out on the thing, and it's like, oh, I've only got half a bottle of water. Like, well, we're out here for three hours now, three or four hours. <laughs> you know, you know they're muggings here because I've got an extra one in my bag because I know someone's going to do it, end up having to hand over one of my spares. But I do it because I'm amazing. Yeah. Well, what was I going to say? Tell you what, it's the people as well that um, wander out. They, they bomb up on their You're griping again. Out. I know. I know this is a gripe, but this is this is the lines of people using supplies up before they're out actually on tasking. They bomb Supply- all their bags up. They start taking pot shots at things like just outside the fob. It's like, why are you wasting your ammo? Just leave it. <laughs> Fuck, honestly. Yeah. Unless you're legitimately te- uh, testing your rifle for some reason. There is no reason just to wander. Because everybody else, they'll go, oh, they'll, go. Just go, they'll go pop, pop, and you'll be like, everyone else has dropped to a knee and be like, what? Oh, no, it's just test firing. Just, I'm just testing my gun. Just to make sure the BBs still come out at the end of it. Because <laughs> oh, I only shot it like 10 minutes ago, and I need to make sure it's still. All good. All good, mate. Yeah. All good. Carry on. <laughs> Thanks. Fucking tit. Yeah. <laughs> the worst one's at night time when they've got a tracer unit on and they've not used one before. And you're like, yeah, this is amazing. And you're moving and all of a sudden you get this <laughs> comes past you and you're like, where the fuck that come from? Like, oh, I've got a new tracer. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're or, fucking or, or, in a minute. Tack light or something like that. That's another one. You just walk. Oh yeah! You've, you've literally got yourselves acclimatized to tonight. Um, you know, you, you've been sitting there, sort of trying to keep your eyes away from the light, just kind of using red Didn't light. Know this was an can. Arab stream. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Ransom um, pants. Yeah, so you've acclimatized your eyes to the night mode or whatever, and then and then you're walking along, and then some twat goes, oh, and turns their torch on, and you're like, oh, I can't see. Yeah. Is this bright to you? <laughs> yeah. You're like, uh, <laughs> where am I? <laughs> no, all good. All good things we can learn and improve I, can on. Can I just them. say, there's a bit of chat between Terry and Rage. I like wearing a watch. 
But the reason I don't like wearing a watch is I feel constrained. I'm not. I'm not. That's a completely person. contradictive. How can you? I like wearing a watch. No, I like I having the ability to tell time, but I don't like feeling constrained. Like, I what if you like wore it as an anklet? I could wear it as an anklet. That'd be a bit weird in an event. Hang on, or a garter, or garter, perhaps. <laughs> Got my watch pants on. Got my watch pants on, lads. You know where the time is. It's at the back. <laughs> it's twenty o'clock. Um, it's, Terry says, it's Mike, "Quarter past two." Time by the stars. Um, I wish. I really do wish. Yeah. Uh, ah, Pegasus, a good tip. Uh, are you aware? Are you guys aware of changing your phone display to red light? Works well for night off. Mm. No. I I wasn't aware it had a night. I've, I know obviously you can get the blue light filter and stuff like that. I know. You, I'm not aware of a what, you actually make the whole screen go like, like a red? I didn't know you could do that. I know you could put it on night mode. Just makes the screen go piss yellow in my, on an iPhone. The the evening trying to get my phone yeah. to turn red. I've set my phone accidentally to night mode before, and when I've opened it, it just looks piss yellow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, so that's that's the blue light filter. That that, that makes it oh, okay. like orange. It, yeah, it yeah, orange. It's orangey, an orange hue to it. Mm. Sorry, Karen's amazing. Kieran says, just get a pocket watch, Mike. Oh, yes, with a, a monocle. Can you imagine rocking up? Like Games you, Master. But even better, if they do like a tactical like uh, G-Shock pocket watch, you're like... Yep. If this strap ever breaks, I will literally just tie a bit of paracord to it and have it as a have it yeah. as a pocket watch, and that'd be it, done. Especially if you've got like the halo jump function, where they're like, you're like... And your pocket watch comes out. Yeah, but most of it's like, no. Oh, no. And you're just staring at it. Please don't break. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, yeah, Pegasus. Silly, yeah, DM us. Let us know. It'd be cool. Right. I think that's the end of the episode. I think that's uh, everything covered. I think so. Talk yeah, some competitions. If you've got any thoughts, got any thoughts uh, on things that you know you, you could add to that list, uh, feel free to obviously whack them in the comments. Um, maybe it's something we could pick up as a, a bit of a general Q&A at some point if anyone's got anything. Defo, yeah, and obviously the community chat on Facebook as well. Yep. Get involved in that, uh, it's always a good laugh. It is a good laugh. <laughs> it is, especially next when there's week... some memes of Mike on there. Yeah, there's always memes. Um, next week, we're going to be doing patrol disciplines. Um, so we did a stag, uh, what is it, how to make it interesting, what to do, what to look for, etc. previously. Uh, we're going to be doing the same for patrol. So when you're out on patrol, um, that tendually tends to be a lot of the taskings that you're probably likely to do on a milsim as a task force or PMC. Maybe not so much as op four, um, mm. but there'll be well potentially. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to be doing uh, sort of like little tips, tricks, uh, things to do, things to look out for, sort of ways to get the most from your patrol. Um, <laughs> so can you just run through the list again, please? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. so the list. The list we had was, uh, step one was... Oh, I thought you moved, uh, like, for real, like, an hour and 23 minutes of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's loadout set up, like, the muscle memory, obviously making sure you know where your kit is when you're running around. Um, it makes it a lot easier to find stuff quickly, and making mm -hmm. sure things go back in the right place means that you won't lose stuff, and it's just going to mean that you're not wasting time trying to find things. You're going to be focusing more on the event. Step two was physical fitness. Uh, not so much being able to run a marathon, but if you can run 100 metres without panting every 20 minutes, it's obviously going to make the game a bit better. Step three was what went wrong. How can you obviously uh, assess? How could you improve? How could you you know, do it better next time? How could you um, work better as a team? Anything like that. And the ability to then assess what you do, improve, then ultimately it will make the next event better. Step four was pre-game, kind of intel, prep, etc. You know, don't leave it to the last minute. Make sure that you get yourself sorted out. Know what's going on. You look beast mode right now 
Um, and then step five was the verbal communication, obviously sort of practicing, seeing what you can do, um, and that all of that. So yeah. Awesome. Well done, sir. Ah, hang on. Somehow I've muted everything. How have I done that? Oh god. There we go. That's better. Yes, I can hear you now. Um, there we go. I'm ready. <laughs> ready for tasking. Yeah. Give it to Getting me. Ready for that next sprint. Cool. On that note, uh, yeah, next week we're going to be doing um, skills and drill. Uh, no, sorry, patrol disciplines. Uh, please feel free to keep uh, hounding people about our competitions. We obviously have to do our plate carrier competition uh, with some prizes. We oh, also have bloody the, pieces. Is um, the RBLI trying to raise money for the RBLI, uh, which enters you into our raffle as well. So please keep pushing that. That'll be awesome. Uh, in the meantime, I guess have a good week, and we shall see you next week at eight o'clock. Oh, um, homemade plate carrier. We don't think. Um, don't forget. You did mention it. I'm oh, sorry. I think my earpiece fell out as you spoke about it. No, that's fine. Again. Um, Andy probably won't be back next week, but he will be back the week after. So. He is in America on free. If you're to listen to Andy, you can take a week off next week. <laughs> Absolutely. There we go. He will have many a tale to tell from America. Yep. Spelt with nice. a capital M. America. America! Or Canada, <laughs> as Mike calls it. I'm so sorry to all our American friends. The Canada States of America. And the Canadian. <laughs> The Canadian um, States of Canada. <laughs> right, Cheers, see you later. Have a good weekend. Bye, Lance. Love you all. Bye-bye. <laughs> I can't find the branding. Bye-bye. Oh, <laughs> your pants. We haven't even put a, uh, the banner across the bottom of the screen. Oh, yeah, I haven't yet. done that yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my God. Honestly, you pay peanuts, you if get money. If you want monkeys. to get in touch with us, you can do so our email at nofochat at hotmail.com. Instagram is at november underscore foxtrot underscore nofo. And the website is novemberfoxtrot.co.uk. Um, you can also contact us on our own Instagrams, 9voltairsoft and at the underscore underscore punished underscore one underscore. Lots of underscores in there. There's not a lot of underscores. There's only two. <laughs> or three, sorry. You you said five then. Just saying. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag rubbish. Right. Hashtag pants. Stay nofo. Stay nofo. Ciao. Ciao, Bella. Oh, no, I'm finished oh, the video. Oh, he's back again.